Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to 30 Questions With. Uh, my guest this week is a very dear friend of mine. Um, she's, she's a mother. She's a grandmother. Um, at one point, she was my boss. Um, she has also started, uh, her own business. Um, and we will talk about that later in the show. Uh, friends, please welcome Carly to the show. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. I am too. You ready to dive into this thing? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. What is the most random thing on your bucket list? Okay. Um, I don't know if it's random, but, and I don't even know if, like, if it's like a bucket list item, but I was talking to my friend and I was like, if you won the lottery, like, what is the craziest thing? Like, if you could do anything, like, forget about all the financial responsibilities. Like, we'd all like pay our bills and buy a house, but like anything in the world. She was like, I don't know. Uh, and then she was like naming like stuff like, I think I might go to like Disney World or something. And I was like, you know, I said, you know what I think I would do? I said, I think that I would buy a drag strip and I would just <laughs> drag race. Like I would be on some fast and furious type stuff. Like I want to learn how to drift. Like <laughs> That sounds cool as shit. Like that's, that's really awesome. I've never thought about that. That would be really cool. Wouldn't that be fun? I've always wanted to know how to drift. Like, I just think it's so amazing. But like, I'm not going to do it in my car, like in the real world. Right, That's right. <laughs> right. I don't want to, I don't want to do it in something that like I own. Right, right. <laughs> Unless I had millions and millions of dollars to replace right. this thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's the craziest thing. I like that. Yeah. What is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, okay, so I thought about this, and I, I was actually like, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say another song that I know better, but then I'd be lying. So uh, my favorite go-to karaoke song is Big Sean, Bounce Back. All right. Uh, I am okay at it. Uh, I, it's not the greatest. Like, I've done better karaoke songs but it's my favorite because it's such a challenge and I never realized how talented Big Sean was until I tried to do that song and I was like oh my god I can't breathe like (laughs) it's so it's so much it's so much and it's so fast and like the way that he like the way that he says his words and the flow of it and everything it's it's a it's a good like challenging karaoke song because you really have to know what you're saying it's a lot of songs like it's it's definitely different from like singing along to something in the car and then you try to do it in karaoke and you're like what the hell right <laughs> what is this and I thought I knew lyrics but then you get to karaoke and you're like I had no idea what this was yeah who was your favorite member of the Spice Girls uh I'm gonna say Scary Spice um yeah I think probably because she was the only black one. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, she looks like me. And I like her. Um, yeah, I think I kind of like Jerry too, because she was kind of like the wild card. But in my mind, like she's all over the place. But yeah, Scary Spice is my fave. Scary Spice seems to be like the most popular answer amongst really? like, the guests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was like, there was just, something about her that was like you know she could she could perform in like these wild outfits and then like to see her on the red carpet and she would like rock glasses and a pantsuit and you're like no oh okay all right yes right absolutely <laughs> right uh what is the most terrible thing that you've watched all the way through on either TV or a streaming service? Okay, so I struggle with this question because I watch a lot of TV. 
I, I probably, I, I'm a little embarrassed to admit how much TV I watch. And so I was trying to go back and think about it. Uh, I know there have been some bad ones, but honestly, the one that, the only one I could think of is it wasn't initially on streaming, but I haven't, I didn't watch it until like, maybe like a year ago. And I was like, I feel like I lost brain cells. And that was Step Brothers. And uh, I, I watched that and I was like, why do people love this movie? I, 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 at the end, I thought, I cannot believe I just wasted almost two hours of my life <laughs> watching this dumb movie. And I know that'll probably get a lot of hate because people love Step Brothers. I don't know. And I, I like Will Ferrell, but I, I could not. Yeah, did, like I, I, I agree with you on the like I don't understand because like I liked Anchorman mm-hmm. and I liked the legend of uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, but yeah. there's a, something about Step Brothers that I just cannot understand. Like, what what is the appeal? Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. I, I, and I think the thing about Step Brothers that turned me off the most was I was like. I could not wrap my mind around the fact that these were grown men. Like, I just, I just, and I just thought, this is, what is this? <laughs> I couldn't, no. I was like, no. Um, you have been given your own late night talk show, Living or Dead. Who is your first guest? Mm, okay. Uh, I'm going to say Beyonce. Solid uh, choice. Absolutely solid choice because she's the queen of everything and she's amazing and uh and I tell people I'm not a stan but um and I'm not like I'm not in the beehive like I'm not gonna like tweet at people when they say best about Beyonce but um she's just amazing like and the more she does the more I love her yeah I would just love to talk to her (laughs) full full disclosure um but one i watch um homecoming on netflix at least once a month um because it's just flawless um but i listen to the album Mm -hmm. before i record any of my podcasts really there's just something about it that puts that puts me in the right headspace to be able to do this yeah i can see that because she's so like when you watch homecoming she's the level the level that she performs at and that she just works at period like when you watch her or when you hear it or anything it's like aspirational you're like I I want to be on this level and even if I can't physically see you like this is so amazing (laughs) yeah that I just like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do better and I gotta believe in myself and I gotta be more and all of that stuff. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. There's a, there's a moment in, in the, in the, um, in the film version where, and I, I, I know it's an edit. Like I, I know it's an edit from night one to night two, but that moment where she flips from yellow to pink. Yes. The first time I saw it, I went, (laughs) bitch <laughs> I know I know I think everybody had their reaction like because when it was it was when she was performing it uh juvenile was playing and it was like the beat dropped and then it's yeah oh my gosh I know amazing amazing like I got I just got chills talking about it like yeah um objectively what is the greatest Disney film of all time Uh, that's a hard one. Um, I grew up watching a lot of Disney and I was in choir middle school. So we had to learn like all the Disney songs from all the Disney movies. Um, and I'm going to say based on the music from the Disney movies, then my favorite would be um, Aladdin. Aladdin okay I guess I can, I can really, see that yeah yeah I'm only gonna go off base the music because I haven't watched a Disney movie in school 
I haven't. Like outside of my kids watching High School Musical, I don't. Like <laughs> I, I have no idea. Oh man, but I watched this really good movie the other day. I don't know if it's Disney or Pixar, but it's on Netflix and it's called The Mitchells versus the Machines or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. I actually it's so good. Hang on, because I'm. I want to say it. Yeah, the Mitchells versus the Machines. It's actually, it's from Sony. Oh, oh, but okay, okay. Yeah, it's from it's from Sony. Okay, but it I was could, really good. It's it's got that vibe, though. Yeah, it could yeah. be a Disney film. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Do you have an unusual celebrity crush? Like somebody, when you bring it up, people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, hmm. I do have a celebrity crush. I haven't told anyone because I don't know that anyone would really know her by name. Because I didn't know her by name until I started watching Ted Lasso. But um, her name in real life is Hannah Waddingham. I love her. Oh my God, she's, can I cuss? Yo, absolutely. Okay. She's fucking beautiful. Like, she is gorgeous. And I love absolutely everything about her. And her voice is insane. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I just think she's amazing. And I have a, yeah, that's it. <laughs> she, um, it, it still blows my mind that she was the, the shame nun on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so like, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know her from that. I found that out after I started watching Ted Lasso. But like, after I after I saw that, I was like, man, I can't even. I, I don't know. I don't even want to see her as anything else because I love her and Ted Lasso so much. Yeah, I just I, <laughs> um, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent is actually my current celebrity crush. I absolutely adore that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hot. He is. Yeah, he is. I mean, I only know him as Roy Kent, and I don't really get into grumpy guys, per se, but, like, he's still hot. Yeah, yeah. I think the guy that plays Jamie Tart's pretty hot. I do not like Jamie Tart at all, but, yeah. Some nice-looking people on that show. Ted Lasso (laughs) is just, like, the perfect show. Like the, so good. It's like it's, it's so good. It's well written and it, it's mm-hmm. just flawlessly casted. And yeah, absolutely. It. It's such a good show. I've watched it like I watch it almost every day. Yeah. I watch it too much, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's not because you're not alone in that. Everybody loves Ted Lasso. Everybody yeah. loves that show. It's so good. Um, bra, always on or only when you have to? Uh, definitely only when I have to. <laughs> like underwear, period. Like it's so dumb. I, I just, <laughs> you know, if society didn't shame women for not wearing bras, I would never wear a bra, like ever. They're annoying and uncomfortable. I mean, we get used to them, but they're never like. They're never not uh, they're never not comfortable. It's never like having your boobs like propped up in this thing is ever a nice feeling. But yeah, yeah. Never to <laughs> any undergarments. That's fair. That's fair. Uh what is something that you believe to be true, but that almost nobody agrees with you on? <laughs> okay, so. I have this conspiracy theory. <laughs> okay, it's sort of a conspiracy theory, and I've only told two people about this because I think anybody I tell be like, what is wrong with you? But <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I saw some clips, and it didn't start with me, but I saw some clips <clears throat> where Kanye West did this interview on Drink Champs, the podcast, right? Yeah. And he was talking about Drake. And he was like, Drake, you know, um, like if you have a beef with Drake, like he thinks of it like war, like he'll move down the street from you, he'll uh, blah, like whatever. And then I, 
And then like, I just kept thinking, like, I just kept thinking about this and thinking about this. And I, and I remember I had to drive to Nashville to pick my daughter up. And the whole way I was thinking about Drake, (laughs) what kind of person he is. And I was like, what if Drake, like, because Kanye, like, we know he's bipolar and, you know, overblown ego, all of that. And so like people, when he says stuff, people are just kind of like, yeah, whatever, it's Kanye. He says crazy stuff all the time. And I'm like, but what if Drake is like really this devious, like master manipulator? <laughs> like, what if people only do songs with Drake or talk to Drake because they're afraid of what will happen if they don't? Like, he will ruin your life. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why he didn't want anybody to know about his son because he thought if they know about my kids, then they have something to hurt me with. Not because he was, con- you know what I mean? Like, he was like, oh, I don't want anybody to see my kid. Like, you don't want them to see your kid because now there's something close to you that they can use against you. It's like, <laughs> and then I thought, somebody needs to write a book about this. Like, somebody needs to go into Drake's past <laughs> and talk to people because I feel like there's there's some there's some truth to this. Like, I don't feel like Kanye lies. I feel like he says what his truth is and sometimes it's not, you know, the truth truth. But... I was like, I feel like Drake is, I think he might be like an extremely devious person, but he, he knows his audience and he keeps making music for women and women love him. I like Drake, like, and I'm, and it's so hard for me, but I'm like, he could be this person who is just out here ruining lives and no one, and no one thinks he does because of his music anyway. So that's my, I feel like now that you like, I don't feel like that's completely baseless because, you know, the, I want to say that the guy who played the character that shot Drake's character on Degrassi, I feel Mm -hmm. like he never worked again. So you may be right about this. Oh my gosh. See, I'm about, look, I'm about to be an investigative reporter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to write one of those hearsay books <laughs> well if you should should you just like vanish off the face of the earth i i'm gonna i'm gonna why. send people to drake's house it was it was definitely drake i mean the saying don't sue me drake i don't mean that it's just for legal <laughs> reasons this is a joke <laughs> right <laughs> this is all conjecture and not based in any sort of reality <laughs> right this this segment is brought to you by the Fox News School of Journalism. So, <laughs> right. Let's just cover all those bases real quick. Right. Um, if you could have an entire theater to yourself and watch any film in the entire world, what film would you watch? <sighs> Okay, uh, that's a hard one. It would definitely be something that makes me cry a lot because I don't like crying in front of people. Um, what makes me cry a lot? Mm. Selena. Oh, good pick. Selena. I bawl my eyes out when I watch Selena. Oh, <laughs> heartbreaking. But yes, yeah, it, it'd be Selena, I think. That's that's fucking fantastic choice. <laughs> Absolutely you. fantastic choice. <laughs> do you wash your legs in the shower? Yes. <laughs> I do. I do wash my legs. Although I I mean, I don't know. I mean, unless you're like out working in dirt and stuff, I kind of see how people could be like, I don't have to wash my legs. But yes, I do wash my legs in the shower. <laughs> They are clean. <laughs> I washed my legs before we started recording. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> what is a sport that you would most like to compete in at the Olympics? Uh, a sport that I would most like to compete in would probably be synchronized swimming. Um, a sport that I could probably compete in without um much work involved would be curling because I think that I think curling is the most hilarious thing ever 
and that now I need to come up with a sport to get into the Olympics because what is that even? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it, when it's on though, I can't help but watch it because there's just something about it. Yeah. Um, and the looks on the, they're so intense. They're so <laughs> intense. They're so focused. They're so focused and I love it. I love the focus. I would, I would want to be like one of the, the ribbon dancers in the rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that would be fun too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I almost said that. And then I was like, yeah, no, water. Yeah. Swimmer. If they were making a biopic about your life, who would play you? Um, I'm going to tell you who, okay. I would tell you who I would want to play me. And I thought about this. I was just question. I was like, let me think about it. And I'm so glad that I'm being asked this now in 2021. Um, because I really like Jessica Williams. And I feel like she would be a good me. Like, I feel like we're similar. I can see that. I can totally see that. I want to relate to her. So, yeah, I like her. I just finished watching Love Life, the second season. Ugh. So good, and she might be my second girl crush. Yeah, that's hey, that's fair. <laughs> Nude beach or not a chance? Um, I don't know. Um, probably. I mean, I probably have to do it under the influence of something, but <laughs> yeah, you know, give, give me a little wine and you know, a little marijuana. Hell yeah, All I right. do a nude beach. I mean, all the pictures and video I see, like these people have really average looking bodies. So I don't really think I have to be worried about looking, yeah. you know, but yeah. I feel like if, if nothing else, like we should, as, as a country, we should normalize the nude beach because there's too much focus on looking a certain way. And I feel like yeah. if we normalized a nude beach, then, you know, we could, we could really start to push this like body positivity movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I also think that there's a lot of like unnecessary focus on like naked, like the human body in general. Like, I know, I and mean, I feel like in the U S I don't know how this other countries, but like, there's, oh, there's so much shame involved around it that it's like, people act like, oh my God, you're showing your body. And it's like, I mean, this is what I look like. (laughs) Right. And when I'm just walking around my house after I get out of the shower, like I'm not thinking about, I don't care. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the fact that we, we still have people who freak out when there are mothers breastfeeding is beyond me. Right. It's insane. It's insane. I like we're supposed to be ashamed of our breasts. Anyway, I'm very proud of mine. So, <laughs> <laughs> what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? Um, my grandmother used to always say, um, and I don't, and I'm probably not saying this right, but she used to say something like, uh, eat the meat and spit out the bone or something like when people would say things to you or give you advice and maybe it wasn't necessarily packaged correctly or whatever um and not in every some people are just assholes of course but like people that like genuinely care about you I think sometimes say things in a way that's not the nicest but you have to focus on the meaning and the intent behind it and what they're saying and not the other stuff that maybe it's just them being them <laughs> okay so I guess that's I guess that's the best piece of advice because the older I get the more I realize that it's like really true <laughs> yeah no that's good um objectively what is the greatest television show of all time of all time okay I struggle with questions like this because I'm I'm like 
um, a lesser version of Chidi in The Good Place. Like I, <laughs> I am hella indecisive um, sometimes. So the greatest, you said the greatest show, right? Yep. The greatest TV show. It's so hard because then I have to think about all the shows, all the actors that have been canceled. So I can't pick those. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're horrible people. Uh, um, oh, boy. You know what I'm going to say? My most favorite show that I watched growing up was, you know what? Scratch that. I love The Good Place. So I'm just going to say The Good Place. Okay. Because it's an amazing show. That is a good show. It is a good show. What is your guilty pleasure? Uh, alcohol. <laughs> no shame in that. <laughs> I guess that's the only, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the only, like, guilty pleasure I have. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is just regular stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but, right. like, you know, I do. Yeah. I enjoy alcohol. Right on. If aliens landed on Earth tomorrow and offered to take you with them, would you go? <laughs> um, it depends on what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be superficial, <laughs> aliens, but <laughs> if they look like huge giant insects probably not <laughs> um yeah 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 it depends on what they look like um, yeah so let's and say, then it would depend on if i could take my whole family <laughs> so let's say they were like the the stereotypical like 1960s like pulp sci-fi big heads with the with the eyes Okay, uh, they were your typical aliens. Um, then I guess it would come down to whether or not they seemed nice or okay. like they wanted to abuse me. Um, yeah, uh, look at me with all these like stipulations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in short, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to to be fair, you know, we were we were the the generation that was very much raised. Don't get in the car with strangers. So you know, true, it's true. it's and only it's, fair. Yeah, and it's also like one of those things, like the devil, you know, like yeah. I know, I know what you get. What I'm getting here, you might do some other stuff to me that <laughs> I could not. I can't even imagine happening. Like. It's so far out of the realm of possibility in my life. Yeah. If you could commit any crime and get away with it, what crime would you choose? Um, for fear of incriminating myself, I am going to say... <laughs> Again, for legal reasons, this is a joke. Right. Um, what crime would I choose? What will not make the FBI follow me um I don't I don't I don't know I don't know oh my gosh I don't know the idea of committing a crime is scary to me (laughs) (laughs) jail is nothing (laughs) so none (laughs) I always okay okay I will say this I always thought it was kind of cool how in um, uh, uh, the movie with Jenner, with Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney, Out of Sight, how he was like a bank robber, but he didn't like use weapons. Like he would just go in and like use someone else. I always thought that was kind of cool. So like, if I could be a bank robber without the violence, okay, that I guess. All right. Yeah. Objectively. What is Whitney Houston's best song? Mm. I mean, I, I, I would have to say I will always love you. 
Okay. I think. I mean, it's, you know, it's not her song per se, you know, but I think it had the most, I think it's had the most staying power. Yeah. And I never, like, even when I, like, no matter when I hear it or how often I hear it, I can't not sing along. Yeah. Like, it's probably, it's probably the best, if not one of the best remakes of all time. <laughs> so. And- and it, there's there's that moment right before she belts the long eye where like it goes quiet and then that right. drum hits right. and it's just absolutely iconic. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I loved the bodyguard growing up. I can love that movie. So every time I hear that song now, I think of the bodyguard and I'd be like, If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would you pick? You know, um, this is interesting because fashion is so in 2021, like there's really, there's really no like defined style. I feel like, like we're all so free to wear what we want. And so it's hard for me to pick one because I feel like it's present in some way, shape, or form. Um, but I have always like, I have always really loved like the retro look, you know, the big skirts and the tool underneath, like grease style. Um, I've also always really loved like the pencil skirts, you know, and but pencil like skirt people, pencil skirt is timeless though like, it, is, that's... it is it is like when I think about like 60s style you know what I mean like yeah that's probably one of my favorite like I loved I love the clothes that people wore back then so I guess it's my fave. okay what is your favorite cuss word and you can't say fuck fork I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh probably uh what do I say a lot I say shit a lot I've been trying to watch my language because my granddaughter um um and then after that I probably say uh god damn it I say that a lot too so I guess that's my favorite yes I think that's my favorite too just because it, it it's it's along the same lines of you all right? Like it could be right anything. Right. I drop something I'm like god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> or you see something really cool and you're like god damn. Right. Like just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh what is a film that most people hated but you love just absolutely unabashedly? I think there's a lot of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love rom-coms. Rom-coms are my shit. Like toxic stereotypes and all. And maybe I shouldn't admit that, but that's my shit. So um, uh, one that I really loved. I don't know if people, I don't know if people hate it. I've seen some really bad ones that I still enjoyed. Um, I've seen a lot of rom-coms. Uh, Armageddon. I think, I think a lot of people liked Armageddon, but there's also like a lot of people that hate that movie and they think it was so dumb. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it I, was dumb because, you know, who would hire these guys to go into space, but. Right, right. But I, 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 I like Armageddon and it always makes me cry. So. Yeah, the thing about that movie that always like puzzled me was wouldn't it make more sense to train actual astronauts to drill than it would be to train these like oil rig guys how to be astronauts right <laughs> i know i know because astronauts have to be in training for so long and do so much prep work 
that it's like it would take years for them to even know what to do. Like, there's no way. I mean, it would be doomed from the start. So, yes. Yeah, it's not a very great premise, but. But that film did have have a fantastic cast. Like everybody it, it and really their did. dog was. I know, movie. I know. Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler and Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton was in it. Um, Steve Buscemi was in it. Um, wasn't Michael Clark Duncan in it? Too? Michael Clark Duncan was in it too. Like just, and I think like Ed Harris was the NASA <gasps> guy. Oh my god, I used to have such a crush on Ed Harris. <laughs> You know what? I see that though. There, there's something. There's something about him. God, I always thought he was so hot, and he has pretty blue eyes. Like his eyes are so pretty. Anyway, I think it's the same thing as like he's got, he's got kind of that Paul Newman mm-hmm. thing. Something, something about him. You're just like, well, God damn. Yeah, it Harris, you get it. You know right. what is. What is the one film that you could watch over and over and never get sick of? Uh, I thought about this question, and if I'm being honest, there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't one. I, I'm kind of like, I'm the same with movies as I am like, I'm the same way with books. Like generally, once I read a book, I don't go back and reread it. Like, okay. I feel like, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I should. I don't know, but I don't, I don't read it. Um, and I guess I feel the same way about movies. There are a couple movies that I have gone back and watched again, like Made Manhattan is one. Um, I love Jennifer Lopez rom-coms, so that's she is one. the queen of the rom-com. She is, she is. Although she had that movie Second Act, which came out like last year or something. It wasn't that great, but um, it, was, it was good enough to watch. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, um, I've watched, I watched Dirty Dancing multiple times when I was younger, but I haven't watched it in a long time. It's still one of my favorite movies, but I probably won't watch it again until Dirty maybe Dancing, I'm like, Let's Dirty Dancing, when I was younger, like I've, you know, seen it God knows how many times, but like, it wasn't until I was older mm-hmm. that I realized how fucking long that movie is. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long movie. <laughs> so much happens in that movie. Like, and then like they had the whole like just getting you know, they meet and they dance and then the abortion and then the whole right. thing with the with the sister's boyfriend. Man, let me tell you, there was so much going on in that movie. Yeah. Like, like it takes the film takes place over an entire summer, and that's how long it takes to watch it start <laughs> to finish. <laughs> You remember the sequels they did? Yes. Um, what was it? Havana Nights. Yeah. Yeah. And it was basically it was the same film, but in Cuba. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a pretty bad one. Yeah. I didn't even finish that one. So yeah, I know. And then then there's a there's a musical. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what movie I love? I just thought about it. Flash Dance. Oh, Flash Dance is so good. Love Flash Dance. And I thought about it because I went and saw the musical when it came, when it was out like a few years ago. Yes, yeah. it's probably been like 10 years ago. And I don't even know. <laughs> I was not I was not a fan of the musical. Um because they really didn't have they didn't have a lot of the same music, like the iconic music from that movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's a licensing thing or what somebody took too much creative freedom but um yeah but the movie i love that movie jennifer beals man oh gosh she was amazing in that movie and she's still gorgeous she is she is still gorgeous she was on the l word wasn't she yeah she was yeah yeah i always think about that and i'm like dang she's so pretty if you were writing your autobiography right now, what would the title be? Um, I 
uh, it'd probably be something like uh, get your shit together. <laughs> That's a solid title. That is a solid title. Get your shit together. Because <laughs> I tell myself that at least once a day. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> I like it. What is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, my favorite Christmas song. It is That's What I Want for Christmas by Nancy Wilson. Okay. I love that song. We used to have a Christmas tape when I was like super young. I said tape, obviously I was young. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> I say stuff like that, and I'd be like, this is embarrassing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but we had like that song and uh, Nat King Cole and some, you know, like a lot of classic Christmas songs. And it was that song, and it was uh, Vanessa Williams. Um, what was that Christmas song she had? I used to love that song so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, what is that song called? Hang on, let me go. I. It's okay. gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. Yeah, those are my two, those will be my two favorite Christmas songs. But Nancy Wilson's definitely number one. Um, oh my god, she's put out like six Christmas albums. <laughs> uh I don't know if I if I if I if I think of it I'll put it in the episode description okay 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 because I can't think of what it's called but yeah yeah Nancy Wilson if you had an extra twenty dollars to spend on yourself and you had to spend it on yourself and you could not buy food what would you buy uh does wine count as food no (laughs) okay and I would buy wine. <laughs> right on. Dang, I'm really going to sound like an alcoholic. Wait, I'm like, going to be like, dang, girl. <laughs> you might love alcohol too much. <laughs> uh, but if I'm being honest, yes, I would buy wine. <laughs> okay. Do you believe in the afterlife? Um, I don't know. I don't know what I believe. Um, I have a hard time believing in nothing. Uh, but the afterlife would be a very, I feel like it would have to be a very sort of complicated thing. And I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, I think at this point, I probably, I think I've come to the conclusion that what I believe is is in a um, reincarnation of some sort. Um, I think we keep coming back to uh, learn the lessons that we didn't learn. And once we are done learning those lessons, we transition to the good place, I guess. Okay. So in essence, earth is the bad place. <laughs> like life is the bad place. I mean... So assuming, let's say that there, there is a heaven, what does it look like for you? For me, what would my heaven look like? Yeah. Uh, definitely a drag strip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think all of my favorite, favorite crushes would be there. Like Miguel and um and oh hannah and um there would be lots and lots of wine <laughs> <laughs> and no hangovers like you can drink all the wine and it would do any damage to your body you know what i mean like it would be like water but you still get the buzz you know um um i think uh my kids would like, I would want my family to be there, like my kids and stuff. Um, just, I guess I just think of like peaceful, 
Like I grew up going to church and they would always be like, heaven is like, all you do is praise God the whole time. And I'm like, that sounds depressing. Like, why would I go to heaven just to praise someone? Like I just spent all this time on earth living this like halfway shitty life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this life is hard and I got to deal with all, you know, the world and everything else. And then I got to go here and not even get to enjoy the fact that I'm in a happy place. So yeah, it would be doing all of my favorite things with all of my favorite people. Right on. If you had to delete all but three apps from your phone and the ones that came preloaded don't count, those automatically okay. stay, uh, which ones would you keep? Which ones do I use the most? Uh, I use Instagram a lot. Um, geez, I'm about to say all social media. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, Instagram, Twitter, and um, Reddit. No, see, no, let me take that back. Wait, mm. yeah, no, Reddit. Okay, because I can get, I can get news on all of them. And yeah, wait, do links work? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes the the internet is still the internet is still a, is still a thing. I, can't have, I know. I just can't have yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess it would be those. Yeah. All right. What is one question that you wish I had asked you today, and how would you have answered? One question I wish you had asked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh gosh I don't know maybe I don't I don't know that's a good question Maybe like something cool that I bought for myself recently. And my answer would be, I bought myself, or maybe something I'm just excited about, but I bought myself a diffuser and I have been wanting slash needing one for a while. But it was always one of those things in the back of my mind, like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, it would be kind of cool, but not really like... Uh, what's the word? Not something I'm like focus on. I'd be like, okay. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna buy one. I guess it always seemed like a luxury item to me, right? Like, right. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna buy one. And I bought one, and I love it. I don't know if it really does anything, but <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a placebo effect. But either way, it makes me feel better. Hey have it so that's all that matters um so we have come to the end of the show um but before we go please tell the listeners of this show about um your business uh where they can find your business on um social media and the interwebs so my business is called Driven Creative, um, and I am a brand strategist and graphic designer. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at, you know, I should have about this ahead of time, okay, Instagram <laughs> at The Driven Creative, um, or my website, drivencreatives.co, um, and on Facebook. Creative. I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it that often. And I I need to do better. And that's what I mean. Get your shit together. This is what I tell myself. Uh yeah, so that's how you can find me. And um yeah. And I will um leave all of the handles and the website address in the episode description. Um, so everybody can come and find you. And if you have any 
branding needs, please work with Carly because she has some really, really great stuff. Um, Thank you. I still need for you to release that Beyonce hotel mug in a, <laughs> oh, in yes. a store. Um, you know what? Yes. And I even looked and I was like, I could not find a gold mug. I was like, maybe I could find one that's already gold. And I think that I would actually have to get get a mug and get it made gold. And then, so that's the hold up. I don't know if gold holds up really well when it comes to like long term, but. I mean, if if nothing else, I I would keep like pens and stuff on it on my desk just just to have it. Um, okay. okay. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Carly did a hypothetical Beyonce themed hotel, um, and one, it's absolutely gorgeous. Two, I want all the things from it. I would, <laughs> I, would I would stay in that fucking hotel. It's fantastic. <laughs> I saw it, you know, it's called the Ivy, you know, of course, after Miss Blue Ivy herself. And because, of course, you know, Beyonce would name it after one of her children. Right. So it's called the Ivy and, you know, very green and very lush and all of that stuff. I also have this idea for a beehive hotel that is Beyonce themed, but I'm still fleshing that one out. So Beyonce, if you're listening to this, hire Carly. Oh my God. She's, she's, she's got ideas that, that, that you need to invest in. Um, Carly, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, this has been a fantastic episode. Um, I cannot wait for people to hear this. Oh, yay. Thank you for having me. I had fun. This was, this was fun. I liked it. Good. If you enjoyed this episode be sure to like and subscribe. To our friends on Apple please leave us a review. 30 Questions With, is a Spring Break 83 production.